Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekend afternoon podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over no meal in particular. Today, we are hitting season five, episode all of them, although really only the last three. <laughs> and... Uh, no, 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 no scone to speak of. I mean, we had a bunch of season five. Maybe we'll talk about the best and the, and the worst on the scone front as well. Who knows what we'll get into? And I think I'm doubling down on that claim because we have a guest with us again. You know him. You tolerate him. It's That's Rob right. Bullock from And Rob's Your Uncle. We love him. I just, I don't want to put words in the audience's mouth, you know? No, I'm fine with tolerate. Tolerate is Tolerate's tolerate good. is a, an emotion that I am a-okay with. <laughs> <laughs> Very familiar with quiet contempt. <laughs> Rob, of course, has joined us for, uh, I think, the season finales for season one and season three. And so he's our odd friend. <laughs> he, Word he's play. Because of the math. Uh, and so he's here again for uh, to, to end season five with us. And uh, you know what? Normally we do it at the end, but I tell you what. Let's shake things. Let's throw them upside down. Rob, you have a podcast as well. I I mean, I think most people do at this point. Yeah, everyone's got a podcast. You in particular have one that we care about. Yes. It is called And Rob's Your Uncle, where we discuss all manner of things. Mm -hmm. I give advice. We talk about jobs that we find on Craigslist. (laughs) Sometimes we sing songs. Tony sang a song with us. That was a lot of fun. And... Yeah. What was it about? I guess you'll have to go find it. Yeah, you'll have to listen. All the way to the end. We do that yeah. on purpose. <laughs> That's a nice a nice little uh, a nice little tease there. Um, make tease it out of them. Work the shaft. Uh anyway. I actually <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. <laughs> I appreciate it. I regretted saying it the moment. So I was like, that didn't have anything to do with anything. When you're just in that slap happy mood where you're like, I can say things that middle schoolers will find funny, and that's good content, right? Yeah, middle I'll schoolers giggle. and Rob. I'll giggle. <laughs> I think I've gotten into the habit, uh, and everyone listening to the show is probably like, yeah, you have, where it's like, I'll say something that's not funny, and you two very obviously and very understandably won't laugh, but then I'll laugh really hard to make up for it. <laughs> And I'm not really laughing. I'm just filling the silence and the <laughs> void in my life. And uh, this is just what my life is without a co-host. It's just me. And then I don't have a laugh track, so I make it. <laughs> just pretend like uh, like that's quality. Yeah. I look behind the curtain. <laughs> the curtain of sadness. Have we looked into uh, getting like a uh, uh, some sort of laugh track or some... Some sound like a, machine, sound a soundboard with yeah. with some farts, and uh, what what would be like the top five things you'd want in a soundboard? Well, I think uh, we'd absolutely absolutely need you know for significant deaths, brutal moments, anything like that. We obviously need a boy, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> 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 see, see, of course. I of think course. that's just not good enough. I think you need a Scooby Doo, rut row. <laughs> I respect <laughs> that. I respect that as well. Yeah, that was very good. <laughs> Do you want me to do your, do you want me to do your episode recap of Scooby Doo? Yes, please. Yes, we do, please. Recap please. the entirety of season five very briefly as Scooby Doo. Well, um, in the beginning, <laughs> okay. 
Zoinks. Like, a bunch of things happened. <laughs> it's hard to talk far further more in Scooby Doo. <laughs> See, we get a little bit of yeah. Zoinks. We get a little bit of Yoda there at the end of it. <laughs> oh. <Ruh> <laughs> Oh. Illuminati confirmed Yoda is Scooby-Doo. Knew it. Do you guys... The, the, again, I'm just too... We're all too old now to really understand the genesis of any of this stuff, if it even has an explanation. But these shaggy memes that came out a couple weeks ago... Oh my god, they're so good. ...were like my favorite things. Did you guys, uh, did you guys see these? I didn't, I didn't see, see these. No. What? It was just a bunch of behind-the-scenes like screenshots... From like bonus content in the Scooby Doo live action movie from yeah. I don't even know when a decade ago. It has to be, uh, and it was just like they would superimpose text of like the cast talking about the fact that <laughs> Shaggy was basically a god and was like just I, it's impossible to explain because it doesn't make any sense. But they were great. I think I think the original um, the reason that it started because I looked it up because I was very curious on why it started. I think that there was a bonus content like an interview with Matthew Lillard <laughs> where he said something about Shaggy being a god and then someone found it on the oh. internet and it was just like now now Shaggy is god. He is all powerful and this is Shaggy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is this I, I found one right now and it's it's just a picture of like, you know, like on on the cat like on the chair or whatever when they're talking mm-hmm. about him and behind is Freddie Prince Jr., which I totally forgot was in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Where's uh, he been? And it just says he had he had this word that he'd say. <laughs> Zoinks. As soon as soon as he'd say it, the whole cast and crew would drop to their knees and worship him. <laughs> we had no control over our bodies during this. We belonged to Shaggy. <laughs> My favorite one was the like uh, somebody talking about there was actually no CGI in the movie. It was just Shaggy summoning <laughs> demons from and enslaving them to his bidding or something like that. That's funny. Uh, so uh, it was quite ridiculous. Well, anyway, thank you for the very brief uh, recap, Rob. <laughs> if it seemed nonsensical and you didn't get much from it, it's because really, again, with the exception of the last few episodes, not a ton happens in season five. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going back through my notes here. First of all, as far as good, bad, and jugglies go, we missed episode two, we missed episode six, we missed episode eight, we missed episode nine. So four, on par with season four for, uh, for missed boobage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then just going through things that happened, uh, Mance Raider dies is kind of the only big thing in episode one. Oh, and of course, Melisandre asked John if he's a virgin. <laughs> in episode two, uh, Arya gets into the house of black and white. Drogon's back. It's kind of it. In in episode three, well, that was the first a, episode with the Sons of Harpies too, wasn't it? When Drogon came back. Um, I just have my yes. uh, my R.I.P. list. That's all I have. Oh, um, hold hold on. I got to think of an appropriate song to mourn the dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, you already said Mance Raider, right? And then... Well, don't, here, don't don't go through them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a fitting like song I would like a little R. Kelly, I believe I can fly. Uh, nope, sorry. <laughs> R. Kelly's been removed from all playlists Done. Uh, pending a full Done's investigation a, of his crimes. Um, <laughs> isn't that Seal? Isn't I believe what? I can fly Seal? No, it's R. Kelly. Oh. No, definitely R. Kelly. 
That, never mind then. How about the only Seal song I know is the oh. I can bring you to a kiss on the road. <laughs> Don't know the words to it. We, we could yeah. do Life Free is a Highway. Song. <laughs> Life is a Highway. <laughs> <laughs> little, little peppy, while, little while, while we're all talking about R. Kelly, can we talk about the most just, I think, inherently confusing song that exists, which is... Trapped uh, in the Closet? Trapped in the Closet? <laughs> <laughs> What if, that was the, uh, I forget which, was it Stephen Colbert? I don't know. Someone had the joke, uh, one of the late night show hosts, I believe, who's talking about like, oh, it was Trevor Noah. He's like, think of how many more, <laughs> with, with R. Kelly in prison, nothing to do. Think of how many more parts of Trapped in the Closet he can make. <laughs> has, any, has anyone actually watched like the full thing? The, the full, music like, video? hour or whatever it is. I think yeah. I watched it. Um I think I watched it only because I was very confused because it came on. This was because mm. it came on on MTV back when, you know, when I was a teen and MTV still played music videos and I would watch them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it coming on and I just, you know, the time of one song came, went, went and I was just like, wow, this is a long song. <laughs> and the time of two songs went. It's like, damn. <laughs> and then I just, I just, I think. I think I just got so confused and so intrigued. And I was like, how long is this going to be? <laughs> You're in for the long haul now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it pales in comparison, of course, to Trapped in the Drive-Thru, the Weird Al parody. Arguably much better. So apparently Trapped in the Closet has 12 chapters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I think there may even be more. I don't know. But one of the most uh, it's ridiculous and the actual like the song music videos thing it's i just don't get it i mean was it meant to be like a i don't know i don't know man. i think I it was no r kelly innovating music videos yeah of course <laughs> that's what he was yeah, trying to do but i mean does he understand what the term trapped in the closet means like <laughs> <laughs> maybe he i think it was all just a ploy to set the world up for one of the best South Park episodes. That's true. Of, uh, that's a good, that's a good one. And I pulled out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trapped in the closet. <laughs> what? Now all these boys in the closet. <laughs> well, in the oh, music video too, bananas. I just love it because it's like, it's so, the song's just ridiculous to begin with because it's, there's one part in the song I remember where it's just like gibberish and it's just like ever it's just five or six lines that end with the word closet. And it's just like, I'm trapped in the closet. And then someone else is walking to the closet. <laughs> They're going to realize I'm in the closet. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And that was probably spot on. So we're probably going to get uh, sued. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to get just copyright gotta, flagged. You just got to rate it like, like we do when we sing songs. <laughs> 10 out of 10 songs. <laughs> 10 out of 10 songs. Oh, I'm, I'm so... 40 plus saddest songs ever on popsugar.com. The, the, like the first one pictured is The Heart Wants What It Wants, Selena Gomez. One of the 40 is saddest songs of all That's time. That's the number one saddest song? That is a song no, I've it's ever... not the number one, but it's like oh. the icon that they use, the picture oh, yeah. that they use for the story. It's the number three saddest <laughs> okay. song on the list. So I guess that's the song that we'll, uh, that we'll do here. Let me find the lyrics. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. rest in peace. Tell me who we lost in uh, season five. All right. Episode one, 
Mance Raider. You got me sipping on something. And then episode two. I can't compare We have really no one to mention. Episode three. I've never known uh, Slunt. After mm-hmm. this fever, I'll survive. <laughs> then episode four. Sir Barrison Selmy. That one got to me. Hazy. Uh, we don't get anything for a while, actually. Episode 7, uh, Master Eamon goes down, and the old woman, Blade. Episode 8, I'm going to argue this, Lord of Bones, White Walker, and Carsey. 9, uh, we lose Shirin, and then Hisdarzo Larak. Which I think that's where the guy gets stabbed in the belly. Episode 10, a lot of people. Celsi, Stannis, Miranda, Marion Trent, Marcella, and then Jon Snow. <gasps> Not Johnny Snow. Not Johnny Boy. <laughs> Ice on! Oh, wait, no, sorry. <laughs> so I wrote down that uh, Lord of Bones dies. Do we agree mm. with that or not? It's, un- it's unsubstantiated, but I think that whether or not he dies when Tormund hits him with the stick, he's dead by the end of that yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. And then in, in the, 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 uh, the Master Prince guy, Hisdar, I wrote that he was also killed. Which, yes, is unsubstantiated, but I mean, as of thus far, moving forward to the end of season seven, we never see him, so. All right, well. Those are the ones I, I wrote down. Done. So <laughs> that's the that's the big twist. <laughs> Season seven, Hisdar Zolorak and Zarozo and Doxos come back from the dead, and uh, we're supposed to care. Yeah, just like looking at my death list, I'm, like very few episodes, like like nothing happens for me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, fun fact, just for uh, Rob and Hans, in the books, Zarozo and Doxos does come back. <laughs> yeah. He goes to Marine and he tries to like treat with Danny or something. He he doesn't die. Interesting. Fun fact. Who's this Zorro is the black Zorro guy from Karth. Oh, okay. I remember who he got is. It, got it, got it, got it. I don't, I feel like he was probably like we only like heard from him like three times in the show, so I didn't really catch his name. I don't think. Yeah. If- well, we heard from him uh, for so long actually, but I know that we all fell asleep during those uh, episodes <laughs> in Karth. <laughs> exactly. He talked a lot. To Khaleesi, if you would marry me. He had sounded nothing like that. <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> you guys want to uh, guys want to give out... I know it's a little early here in the recap, but uh, unless you guys have any games or anything you want to play, we can hand out awards. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Uh, sure. Hans, have you, have you ordered the trophies yet? Yeah, they're you're already... Just, you're, they're all, you're waiting on the plaques? Yeah, I'm waiting on the plaques. They're good to go. Then let's figure out whose names we're going to put on those plaques. Uh, I've got my, my three as per usual, but as always, guys, if you have ideas for um, superlatives to, do, to dole out, you know, best smile, uh, most, most musically talented, you do what you got to do. Best car. Uh, best car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did, didn't you win best car? Class clown. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice little, nice little plug there, making sure people remember best car. <laughs> Don't ever forget. <laughs> oh, we uh i got most musically talented if you couldn't tell from the r.i.p <laughs> oh let's start here we, we went to a pretty small high school <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't get shit <laughs> 
Ooh. Who in Game of Thrones season five gained the most? Gain of Thrones. That's what we'll call this trophy. Gain of Thrones. So we're not, I, we're not talking protein-related muscle mass here. Right. So when I set out the trophy, ultimately the trophy goes to the person that we all, you know, that we in unison agree on. But I, I usually send so. out like runner-up trophies and stuff, and I've already sent that out to, to Tyrion <laughs> Lannister per Jeremy for, for because Jeremy. I know he votes for him every single season for all categories <laughs> apparently. So I just sent him games and loses the most whoa, in every whoa, season. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so I just you're saying them. I can't vote for him now? I, yeah, no, no, you can't. I already sent him by oh, okay, you. Good, so I'm just good. assuming that's what your votes are for. Tyrion's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that he's your boy. I just don't think you get the category. <laughs> but but I don't mean to be down on you, Jeremy. I think the case could be made for Tyrion in this season. Where I mean, it definitely couldn't last season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he did pretty good last season. Though. I think he uh, had some highs, had some lows. Definitely learned yeah, a lot. He, he had some lows. <laughs> did uh, is would he be your vote? No, he wasn't actually my vote. Okay, who are who are you thinking gained so much in uh, season five that you're gonna have to have Hans kind of recall the USPS yeah. package here? Uh, from the standpoint of the character, uh, John actually. John gained the most. Yeah, <laughs> the one who dies I mean, at the end. He dies at the <laughs> end. But... Just, okay. just okay. saying. All right. Just, okay. Just putting it out there. Tyrion, Before that, Tyrion's he does gain up. an awful lot. You yeah. know, I suppose. Uh, I mean, he gains a bunch of people. He gains the distrust of his men. He loses his one... Well, he loses a couple of his friends, and then one of his only other friends leaves him. Uh, But other than that... Loses his love. I mean, like, all those things. (laughs) Yeah, he's gained a lot. (laughs) Well, that's last season. Was it last season? Isn't it? I feel... I feel like this was such a boring season that it's hard to remember. Was that this season? It was season four. Oh. It was season four, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was yeah, season oh, right, four, right, episode right, right, nine, right, right, The right, Watcher right. on the Walls yes, is yes, what yes, yes, yes. Yes. But anyway, uh, no, I um, John gets his army, in my opinion, in this season. And I think that's it, impressive. But he's but dead. But then he also gets murdered. Well, again, we don't potato, know what happens in the, next, in the next three episodes, Jeremy. <laughs> he's dead. Is he dead? He wasn't burned yet. <laughs> I think the Just, argument for gain the most is, I think that's in my, I think it's the toughest one right for this season. Yeah. First of all, I, I'm curious because we didn't talk about it um, yesterday. Did Jenna watch episode 10? She did. And I also made her rewatch episode 9, <gasps> the end of episode oh, 9. Oh, shit. What did yeah. she say? She she said, so I, I made her rewatch it. And I just started at the the last, like, the last 30 minutes like halfway through which is where shireen part starts oh. and then goes into the whole daenerys thing and she she basically watched the stream part and she goes why would you make me watch that? <laughs> and then she has and then she had the same uh reaction as we all did for the rest of it and she said why like i don't i can't i can't just sit why why do i care about daenerys and this stupid stuff right now like all i can think about is how that terrible that Shireen scene was. So she had a very similar reaction to how this, just an odd show run choice to writing choice yeah. to flip to Daenerys and everything at the, uh, at the end yeah. there. Now. So what did she think about John? <clears throat> she knows he just does. It. She's seen. So uh, when I was watching game of Thrones, as they were coming out new, 
she was kind of in and out like she would sit there while I was watching him so she knows he's not dead so she didn't even think that he died in this episode she didn't she doesn't gotcha. she doesn't necessarily know what happens but gotcha this was one of the things like for the longest time like even still I feel like I never got red wedding spoilers from any headlines or anything like that like unless you're going out and looking at reading reviews or you know shitheads like us who are just not sticking to linear stories um you're i don't think i think for the most part people are pretty good um you got to be careful online but people are pretty good about not like putting headlines with crazy spoilers and in it but the john snow thing like the second he came back i don't remember if it was the golden globes or the emmys or what but they did a promo video and it was like i think jimmy fallon hosting or something it was this whole song and one of the bits in the song was like they they're dancing like through traffic and he goes by one of these cars and it looks in the car and it's john kit harrington and he's asleep and it just pans in on him and he goes it's <laughs> 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 alive and i'm like oh this is it's, that's a huge reveal and they're just weaving it into pop culture like a month after the fact yeah it was insane yeah. i think the game the game of thrones like trailer things now too I feel like Game of Thrones itself even does a pretty good job of like, you know, not blatantly throwing out stuff in your face, uh, mm-hmm. spoiling the next seasons and stuff for people who maybe are going back to watch them or haven't watched them yet. But I mean, John is in the trailers now. They're run, they're running on low enough on yeah. characters that they can't just completely omit him <laughs> from the trailers, yeah. right? So, I know. I think that I I got to watch. I think. Around the time when Jon Snow died was when I first started watching them on live TV, where I wasn't catching up anymore. Mm. So I don't think that it, I don't think it got spoiled for me. I mean, I think that in my head I was just like, "Ah, eh, this is a magic ass show. He's coming back to life. The Red Woman's there. He's gonna bring her. She's gonna bring him back." <laughs> like I had yeah. that in my head where I was just like, "There's no way that he's gone." He was like, the, uh, yeah. I, I just think that there was something about the way that they did his death where it wasn't the same as a Rob Stark or a Ned Stark mm. where you kind of felt like he had to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I think this next season too will be huge for, this will be the one, obviously, that I think you kind of will probably have to watch the day of. Like oh, if anything yeah. major happens, everyone's going to be, They're gonna be on up it. in arms about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the hype actually, hence this podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, Jeremy, Jon Snow, Rob Bullock gained Ram- the most. Ramsey Bolton. That's my vote as well. That's my runner up actually. So. Run me, uh, run me down what Ramsey gains here in this season. Ramsey gains the last name. Mm-hmm. He gains, uh, lordship over Winterfell. He gains a wife. Uh, he gains, he gains a lot. Gains a little brother. He gains a little brother. (laughs) (laughs) He gains, he gains so much in the North of, in, in a span of this season that it just makes him a powerhouse and makes him, makes him something to be worth, you know, because before it wasn't really anything. And, you know, now he is warden of the North. Oh, yeah. wait. That Not quite. Yeah. 
but heir to being warden of the north. Heir yeah. To and, of the north. and just because, just because I did point it out for, for for Jeremy, I'll point it out for you as well. He does lose his girlfriend uh, at the end, right. and his wife and manservant escape. Yeah. Into the night. He doesn't know but, that in t- season ten. At the end, that's of, true. He's flying high. Yeah. <laughs> he was riding in on victory. It's a good point. Fantastic point, actually. So, uh, also, I don't think we've ever really talked about the fact that, like, the level of fuck it that had to have happened in the Boltons' history when they're like looking at all these proud houses, Stark and Winterfell and the <laughs> Lannisters and Casterly Rock and. King's Landing, like all these storied places, and the Tyrells and Highgarden. It sounds so aloof. And then they're just like, we live in the Dreadfort. Just <laughs> 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 like the most badass name for a castle. Yeah. And they're like, skinned human beings are their sigil. It's like, who, who are you fooling? The fact that we trusted these people at all. In the beginning, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous notion. They were set up to be evil people. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, those those guys... They're with Rob. We love them. <laughs> Boltons, Boltons. Uh, Hans, who uh, who got who got them sweet gains in season five? So, <clears throat> so that, like I said, this one I was having a hard time picking a gain here, but I get I'll throw a couple out there for discussion and see see what you guys think. To maybe you can okay. help me decide. So I, I had Ramsey in there. Um, I had Ramsey in there just because he does gain a line. Does he actually gain the Bolton name this season, or was yeah. that the uh, end of last season? Let me go back and look. Not that it makes much difference. I still think he gained, you know, quite a bit here. But uh, he may actually have made made at the end of four. Actually, mm-hmm. legitimate. Uh, I'll find out if you want to move on. Yeah, no, I just was curious. Uh, other, uh, yeah, it's it's season four, episode eight. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Uh, I, I thought we had mentioned it in our last uh, bonus episode, but nonetheless, I still think he's 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 a prime candidate for gaining the most here. Uh, I would argue that uh, not all, obviously, but uh, the wildlings gained a, a good bit coming through the wall, getting some, potentially getting some lands. Um, the Tormund, you could argue him. Yeah, Tormund. Sure, sure. Uh, the knight on the flip side, the knight king gained quite a few <laughs> over, at, over at hard that's, home. Yeah, that's a pretty good vote, actually. Uh, and then I think Sam gained a good bit here. <laughs> he got some sweet, sweet ass. Yeah, Sam did gain a lot. Of, gained, uh, I mean, he lost a, a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably a few teeth. But it's yeah. really all that Sam wanted, anyway. So I mean, yeah. At this, I mean, he gained a good, oh, good bit. Oh my! Gained some, <laughs> gained some good bits, I guess. And the world's most boring sex scene ever in a show. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he nasal flares there. Some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, those are those are my uh, those are my candidates. So I mean, candidates. just to be clear here, my unless you want to throw your hat in for Jon Snow, uh, Ramsey would win the popular vote. Whoa, I think whoa, Ramsey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jon Snow kills it. I think Ramsey does win. Uh, Ramsey wins here. This is this is the only okay. season I think Ramsey's going to be able to claim that. So. Yeah. Cheers to <clears throat> Ramsey. Uh, on the flip side of that coin, and where Jon Snow's <laughs> name is on my list. <laughs> he has a fucking weak shit. John, John just gets stabbed to death in this one. He doesn't lose anything. <laughs> fucking be creative, for God's sakes. 
Who lost the most? All right, in so I have a couple five. options as well, you fuckers. I yeah, he's not my only name, so okay. go ahead. Uh, so my first one would be Sansa. She has a rough go at it in this in this season, and that yes, we true. know she jumps off. We don't know that she survived that jump, right? Like it's, it, a, it's, it's a very big jump. It's a big fucking jump. She got raped. It was not cool for her this season. Yeah. So Sansa's one for me. Um, the other one would be Jorah, actually, for me. Jorah, Jorah does lose a fair bit. You know? Uh, although, is it not season four when he gets kicked out? But doesn't he try to bring back I think in this season? Yeah, think, that's this season for sure. I think it's at the end of season four that he does get kicked out, and then yeah, but he gets gray, he gets grayscale. Oh yeah, and he gets and he gets rejected again, again. and then it's he true. gets rejected again. But then he gets accepted in I, a weird way. Yeah, I, I mean, Daenerys isn't there, but he is allowed back into the but city. For all, but for all we know, he has a death sentence, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose you could say that, yes. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So, he's fair had, enough. He's had a rough season a, as well. He has. I will go ahead, um, only because I made the point in season four to throw her name in the ring, um, saying that I thought that she had kind of hit rock bottom. I was wrong there. I, I think Cersei probably lost the most in this season. She loses uh, her... Well, I don't even want to get to that first. Obviously, she... She makes the stupidest plays ever. Yeah. She deserves a lot of what she gets because she very visibly set it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a four-year-old could tell you what's about to happen to Cersei Lannister. She gets thrown into uh, prison. She has to basically shame herself in front of the entire city. She loses the respect of the court. Her, uh, her uncle has been appointed as hand and it can now basically supersede her. She's... Her power is waning. She's under investigation. There will be a trial to determine uh, her guilt, of which there is plenty. Uh, And to top it all off, the one smile we get from Cersei in this season, like this true moment of uh, joy, which is actually, sorry, in the next episode, (laughs) um, is when Marcella comes back and then she finds out that she's dead but we already know that marcella is dead so we can kind of imply that cersei has lost her mm-hmm. even though that she doesn't know know that so I, it, for me it's a toss-up between her and john really the most i think i think those are all good good points mine my first pick like my gut reaction first pick is stannis <laughs> <Yeah>. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i forgot yes. about him yeah that's yeah. a great point uh Stannis does lose an awful lot. Again, he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves everything he gets and more for the things that he did. But, I also, yeah, he does lose a lot. I also would say to throw the Red Woman into that because she loses a lot because she goes, she almost loses her faith, which is almost everything that she is because, mm-hmm. you know, her prophecies were wrong. It's true. So... Yes, Stannis did lose that, but she was basically the driving force behind the Stannis Baratheon army. She was manipulating oh. that that whole situation. In my opinion, that's how I view it as. It's a good point. Yeah, just the whole loss of the daughter and wife, and then true everything. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. I just, I just hate Melisandre. So yeah, Stannis is. Stannis is a good argument. A good Stannis vote. and 
and Cersei are, yeah. But I mean, I'm still yeah. gonna go with mine. Just gotta rock. So Bombs what? Are, what? Are, what? Are, what's our? What's our vote for? Rob. Rob. I think you made the point that did you say Rob. No, Rob. He's been dead for three no, seasons. No, Rob's gotta go. <laughs> Rob's gotta oh. go. Oh, I think that I. I think that if I had to choose one just from all the things, I think I probably would su- say Stannis. Okay. I would yeah, say that was. I honestly yeah. don't even know why I didn't consider it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'll go with Stannis. The, yeah. The thing that I, makes I me think... sad about Stannis is I think that in this season is when we start to actually start to care for Stannis. I would agree because because agree he's gonna die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> up until it's... up until he kills <laughs> kills his daughter, he has some really good moments where he's showing being like a competent leader. He's mm-hmm. showing wisdom. He's showing, you know, he's showing a lot of skills and you, you end up kind of liking Stannis, which before mm-hmm. I'd never really cared for him, but it's a very like Stannis is in the books, an interesting character. Like he's a main player in the show and from the political spectrum, from the war, obviously he's a main player, but like in the books, Stannis is not a main character. Stannis exists to tell Davos's story. Like that's why, yeah, uh, that's why Stannis is there. You don't get, as far as I'm aware, you don't get chapters from Stannis's perspective. No. It's all from Davos' point of view and everything like that. Maybe Melisandre a couple times. Um, but, uh, yeah, Stannis is like a less, I won't say less likable, but like a less prominent, you know, you don't really have active thoughts about Stannis Baratheon in the book. So the fact that he is all all there all the time and that we do kind of feel for him a little bit in this episode um it's, it's cool it's i think it's actually better i like to see that again i hate what he does with yeah <laughs> with with the leash that we give him but say lovey say lovey <laughs> slay slay yeah so and then for just the last one of our regular categories here your personal MVP trophy. Um, who who would you give your your MVP to for season five, Rob? Ooh, personal MVP. I'd like to say MVP would probably be. You got that MVP. Yeah. I think I would have to go with John for this one because he he does. Gain the most? You're so right, God. He doesn't doesn't gain the most, but he sacrifices sacrifices a lot of himself for a lot of things to happen in the future. Yeah. As he's gaining so much. Basically, changes the entire, uh, goes against everything the uh, watch stands for to do what he thinks is right. To build something bigger than himself. Yeah, I know. He kills the boy (laughs) and then is killed by the boy. Irony. Hans? I think I would go, I think I would go John too. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tormund too, but I mean, obviously he's just kind of a, he's kind of a secondary character in that entire entire bit but if it wasn't for him then you know the wildlings definitely wouldn't have agreed to john's terms and all that stuff too but i think overall i'd have to pick john i also wrote down john jeremy oh yeah no i mean I'm gonna <laughs> clearly tell you Tyrion, okay I, well 
I think the case could be made. Tyrion had a good season. Yeah. He did, yeah. He, he actually, did. it wasn't Tyrion for me. It was John. But <laughs> I actually, well, let's talk about the Night King. I mean, the Night King is getting, you know, it's a bigger. This is a bigger season for him. Where does the name the Night King come from? Because obviously he never says like I'm the Night King. Uh, and it's been established that they like can't find any books about it, but somehow everyone knows that his name is the Night King starting in the next season. Like John knows it, Bran knows it. I get how Bran knows it, but like, how does anyone else know it? The Wait, you, don't remember, you, you don't remember that episode where he goes, "Is it a me, the Night King?" <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I know it is because I was at Target and I saw a Night King pop figure and I was like, oh, that's what that guy's name is. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you guys, well, after we're done with the full recap, we've got some exciting things planned, one of which I think will be going down some conspiracies, so I don't want to get into it right now. But are you guys aware of the big conspiracy with the Night King? I am. I am not. About his identity? Oh, no. Okay, it's uh, you'll you'll have to stay tuned for like I don't know three more weeks. And I mean, are we are we just gonna guess that it's a Targaryen? Is that no. what it is? Because uh, all the all of the conspiracy has been about someone being a Targaryen well, <laughs> that I know you, about. I'll I'll say it now, but we won't get into it. So so you'll have to you'll have to you'll have to keep steady and okay. tuned in to find out when we talk about it. But the theory is that the uh, the Night King is Bran. Oh, or that Bran is the Night King. Which I have, I have my issues with as far as like, <laughs> yeah, I don't see just it. how the show works. But yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big theory. Just since we're on the topic of superlatives, and since I did, since I did say it, I, I and just because I have an answer for it, most musically talented, I'd like, I'd like to throw it to Bran because <laughs> I don't think we've ever recognized Bran for anything. Uh, no, no. He, he, he deserves it there. Yeah. Best, uh, best he, jugglies. Best jugglies. Okay, that's easy. That's that. Tyene. Yeah. Tyene, oh my yeah. god. I think that's yeah. Best everything. That's fair. Or that guy at the Cersei's walk. That. Yeah. <laughs> he just had. <laughs> there's some. There's something that you know. It's not always just about the you know the best physical jugglies, right? There's something about right. how the presentation, the <laughs> the whole bit. You know, he had a really good line accompanying accompanying it. <laughs> and like, then his in, delivery in, was great. Delivery was season, excellent. And next he had, season, he gets a whole a whole part just for himself. It had the, the wow factor, shock <laughs> Wait, effect. You're talking you're talking about the guy that flashed Cersei, right? Yeah. In the like the first episode of season six, like. Uh, he has a part where he's talking in a in a tavern, telling people on how he showed the queen his oh, it's penis. What? I yeah. just watched this episode. I did not see that. Maybe it was season. It was right before. Um, no way. Gregor Clegane, the mountain, oh, kills him, breaks his head. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. Okay, guy. so it's not it's not episode one, but I do remember. It okay. Now. Okay. 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 I got you. That's <laughs> I forget about this. So oh, suck me up. So 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 runner up then. <laughs> I'd say yeah, runner up is great there. Let's just just for anyone who forgot, all of our juggly moments for uh, season five, we saw some hooers in marine. We got to see uh, what, Lawrence what's, and Oliver. What song do we put in behind this one? <laughs> 
Come, girl, go and get your pussy wet. <laughs> she got dumps like a truck, truck, truck. That's like what, 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 baby, move your butt, butt, butt. I want to see it again. <laughs> we get Dario. Uh, keep it going. We got a. Uh, we got uh, the acceptance prostitutes, the prostitutes in Atlantis. Like tra- tra- we got uh, Melisandre whoa, whoa, again in her top shelf nipples. Mm-hmm. Top shelf. King's Landing we'll prostitutes. We got to see Miranda, <laughs> Ramsey Bolton. Let me see that thong. And then uh, yes, Tyene, of Baby. course, the youngest <laughs> sand snake. <laughs> Cersei and the aptly named. Parade disruptors, <laughs> uh, which were probably all three of the parade nudity things were in like the top five of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's the woman who just like does the whole like rotate flasher badge thing. <laughs> like, you gotta love that. Classic I've had more. I've had more. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So any other superlatives, guys? Awards that you'd like to give out? To actors, to characters, to what have you. Um, I want to. I just, you know, while we're on the topic, just again, you know, I don't know if it's within the scope of this podcast, but deserved nonetheless. I want to throw a, a, a award out to to Cisco. What a phenomenal song! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Excellent music video too. <laughs> Shout out to Cisco. One of my favorite memes of all times is is when it says, "It's like uh, you know Jesus walked on water or something," but Cisco walked on bitches. have you guys seen the uh the classic the classic underrated comedy movie (laughs) i'm just crying (laughs) have you seen the classic underrated 2000s comedy movie undercover brother yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> my, my favorite part is, is when uh, Eddie Griffin's character is undercover in that, and uh, he's talking to what's 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 her name? Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Um, oh. Denise Richards. Denise. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Talking to Denise Richards, and he's like, "Honey, is this Michael Bolton's version of that thong song?" <laughs> And she comes out and she's like, yeah, I hear he, I hear he got all the funk that Cisco missed. <laughs> <laughs> Quality film if you haven't seen it. Great a, cast. Eddie a, Griffin, Dave Chappelle, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. That um, was right around the time when Neil Patrick Harris was getting hot again for all these random movies he was in. Right? I think it was before. It was oh, like, it was, I think it was yeah, even it was pre-Harold that. and Kumar. Really? Oh, I thought that was yeah. like around the same time. Okay. It wasn't too far off, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely before, like. It was before How I Met Your Mother and all that stuff started. Oh yeah, yeah, miles yeah. before How I Met Your Mother. Which, by the way, I think somewhat recently we were talking about, um, like best comedies and stuff. I know we were talking about The Office and Parks and Rec. The fact that we did not shout out How I Met Your Mother is a travesty. It is. It's a great. It's a great show. Yeah. Fantastic show. I have an award to give. Stannis wow. Baratheon. Okay, so wait, are you, you're picking the winner before you even announce the yeah, award? Yeah, I don't the think award? there was the I don't Stannis think there, Baratheon Award. This is the Stannis Baratheon Award <laughs> the from now on, from yeah. now on into the future. Okay, who would you like um, to award the Stannis Baratheon Award? Uh, Tyrion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Funny what you bring it up. What is the award, Rob? Um, best grammar Nazi. Oh. <laughs> 
in Westeros. <laughs> Rob texts me. He's like, uh, he's like, please tell me that you guys <laughs> said something about the grammar Nazi thing, which I think happens twice. Uh, if not in this season, like it happens twice with Stannis and we never brought it up before. Yeah. There was a, there was a scene. The, the one that I noticed is there was, it was a scene at, at Castle Black. John's talking and then someone interrupts John and says something. I forget. I, I even forget what it was, but he, he corrects his, he corrects their grammar uh, under his breath and, and yeah. Davos turns to him and goes, what? He's like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something about like uh, you know we've got fifty fifty less brothers guarding the wall. Oh, fifty goes, fewer. Fewer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember that. <laughs> was there and there was another moment too? Uh, yeah, there was an earlier one where I think it might might have been earlier than the season either, where he had like a similar moment, but he said it. To somebody, like in conversation, someone said something, and he said, "I think it was still the less fewer thing." And uh, and they go, "What? Huh?" <laughs> He's like, "Don't what? Continue." So yeah, Stan is the grammar Nazi. So is that supposed to say something? Like people who correct other people's grammar deserve the same fate as people who burn their daughters alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's all I'm interpreting. Yes. David and Dan have uh, hatred against the uh, grammar Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. Um, any any other accolades to hand out? This is a good one. Yeah, that's right. a good one. What about what about flipping it for uh, best scone of the season? Mm, okay, so just you to run stay down, fifty percent. We do the scones that we enjoyed in season five were Jeremy's chocolate chip scone, uh, my blueberry lemon, Hans's mango, which I think had some weird other words associated with it, uh, Jeremy's cranberry. My strawberry raspberry, Hans's homemade mini zucchini cheddar, Jeremy's white chocolate raspberry, mm. my maple pumpkin, Hans's oh red. <laughs> all I wrote was RPF, red <laughs> pepper feta, and uh, Jeremy's lemon to round things out. So out of all of mine, I would say if you were to rank them, it would definitely be the white chocolate raspberry and then the lemon one I just had. Or my top two. <laughs> With that curd. That curd. Here. Oh, my God. As Hans and I discussed, Rob, if you can pull up our Instagram, because I would like you to vote on oh, okay. uh, which one of these was the best as well. But I know that you don't have the taste buds to to vote on this uh, as well. I'm so going on a visual. On the visual thing for the okay. last ten. Um, which means Jeremy's won't win. <laughs> <laughs> he had the one. You had that one nice uh, DSLR photo. Yeah, what was with the one the... the I mean, uh, it was a cranberry. little, I don't know if it was out of focus or if like you uploaded it and the quality went down. No, no. When um, I uploaded it, 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 it looked, yeah. and, I, and I was pissed off because it was gorgeous. But it looked, yeah, it still looked good. Yeah. What was, uh, so Hans, what was your favorite? Oh, here, I'll show you the, I'll show you my lemon one too. Hold on. I'll pull that up too. <clears throat> uh, my favorite, uh, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, I very much enjoyed the mini Zucchini cheddar scones. I thought Kiss they were ass. excellent. And then uh, the mango whole wheat or buttermilk whole wheat wang wango <laughs> wango unchained. <laughs> the uh, the uh, whole wheat buttermilk mango or whatever was mm. uh, was also very very good. I I do have a least favorite, but I can I can if we all want to go through our best, maybe our, our tops first. I think, the one, to the worst. I think the one. I think the one that I like. 
the most is the one that looks kind of like a bloody turd. <laughs> <laughs> the cranberry one. Yeah. Well, I was like, that's my cranberry. That was Jeremy's. <laughs> Boom. Killed it. Fuck it everyone else. There is a little bit of turdness to it. Yeah, I see that. It was like a moist. It's a good picture. It's a very good picture. It was though. like a moist dropping is what it was. Did you guys ever make the things in elementary school? We called the ours like old foamy, but maybe you called yours something else. It's like a science experiment where you put these things in a cup and they like foam over and they get really hard. Um, and so it just makes like styrofoam or something. Sounds but it's funny. got this very like specific like glossy look to it, and Jeremy's uh Jeremy's chocolate chips go looks a lot like that. <laughs> God, I gotta pull that up now. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the best Instagram, of course, is, uh, is Rob, your friend, coming through with that meme. Oh yeah, winter's gone. <laughs> winter's gone. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Just about two weeks after the holiday, but yeah. still <laughs> did our best. We'll post it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get get it to be timely. <laughs> Except then, you know, Game of Thrones will be time. Yeah, it's fine. But we'll have the five or six spin-offs at that point. Yeah. So yeah. still yeah. works. Um my my favorite was the maple pumpkin. Uh again, kiss ass, but I'm kissing my own ass, so it's okay. Yeah. And then what was your least? What? And one just just quick just a quick plug. Uh once once there's the five or six spin-offs. Uh, we've actually already talked about it. We're going to be going to uh, two episodes a day, seven <laughs> days a week. <laughs> we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doubling down on the length as well. Really getting a couple hours in each ep. Yep. yep. <laughs> really going to each each minute of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And with our with our with our eighteen average viewers, I think we have enough sustainable income for me to quit my job and edit full time. <laughs> totally for sure. For job. sure. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah. The big the biggest uh, complaints that we get is that Jeremy just talks about scones too long and we don't have a 50 50 balance for thrones so we're just gonna yeah. you know let jeremy talk about how much he's talking about now which is ridiculous and then we'll just add more thrones i think yeah, <laughs> to balance it out yeah. to get that two hour mark yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. what was your least favorite scone hans my least favorite was uh surprisingly the red pepper feta I don't, I'm not surprised at that at all. That was mine as well, interestingly enough. <laughs> it was mine as well because the idea of it should never should allow never it to happened. exist. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. I actually didn't. I, you know, it really, I, it's probably fine, but the other thing that happened is I, I, I had bought it quite a bit earlier before I needed it. And I just, like, the way things worked, I was getting other scones, we had other stuff. I just didn't get around to eat. The savory ones are harder for me to get around to eat because I, yeah. a lot of times I'm eating them more as like a dessert thing here and there, you know, like, or, or like a, kind of an add on to something else. And then it's like a lot of times if I, I don't want, there's few times when I really crave like a savory scone. <laughs> so I actually, it took me a while to get to it. Um, and according to Google, I ate it well past expiration date. <laughs> so I thought they lasted forever. It's yeah, well it's debatable. That's why I was I was like three days forever. So like ten days is probably safe then, right? It's like it's in the middle. Um, so yeah, so you know maybe if it was fresh, who knows? Maybe maybe it's maybe it's phenomenal. I'd have yeah. to imagine that feta cheese is probably goes off pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what what's been your favorite scone you've had all all, all year for us? Whew, are we ready to go into this? Shit. Whew. A top tier thus far. Yeah, uh, we're kinda halfway through our through our 
our review, right? So I mean, I think it's like a at the fifty way mark. What do you want to? What do you want to feel? Um, Love. <laughs> so again, we're kind of working ahead here. I got to remember which ones I have and haven't actually done on the show. Which I'll just ones? tell you mine then, because clearly you're not prepared for my question. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. So, do you remember that debacle blueberry that looked like the worst scone ever? It looked moldy almost. Oh yeah, the the science class. Poop. Oh my god, that is like the best blueberry scone <laughs> slash scone I've ever had. It's because it looks like a muffin. It didn't look like a muffin. It looked like someone shat blueberries. Yeah, but I mean, like texturally, it looks like it's very moist, like oh, a muffin. Oh, it was. It was super. And of course, that's going to be moist. It was wet inside. <laughs> I think my best one. Yeah, my best fossilized turd. <laughs> you can taste the history. <laughs> I think my best one of the ones that I've uh, had so far is is the carrot cake ones. Oh, that sounds great. Those are great. Murphs. Huh? Right. Hey, the cone of shame is gone. She got, yeah, she. You know, Hans's cat. It's not supposed to be gone. She just must have gotten it off somehow. Uh, my, let me, hang on. I'm looking at the Instagram right now. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah, Rob, so from the Instagram, what's the best? What's What gets the, the best accolade thus far? I, I just, I think if we're giving a best accolade, it's got to go to the raspberry coconut one that looks like an actual shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Isn't that no, it's yours, of course. There's a blueberry one that looks like an actual shit. <laughs> Where's yeah, the, the blueberry is the that blueberry. the one that's named oh. blueberry? Yeah, that's oh God, the. Yes, that was the. That's the. Oh, raspberry that's, coconut. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, that's a, that was like a follow along with us at Thrones and Scones. Okay, no, let's be honest. Doesn't that yeah. actually look more like like a um. It looks like bread. It doesn't like, look like, like a, a meatball almost. Like a meatball <laughs> it's got with meatball qualities it to does. it, it with does. panko on top of it. Yeah. Oh god, that shit was <laughs> disgusting. I was my... all excited about that one. Oh, my favorite, no doubt. Uh, another uh, total suck up moment here, but it's true. <laughs> Mine was the banana bread scones. Oh yeah, there needs the, to be. How is that not just a common scone flavor? That was so good. Yeah, I think that was the first there. scone that was made that was eaten on this show. I think that is very... I mean, they were all made, but I mean, like, by by one of us. And by one of us, I mean Jenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And those suckers were good. I think, um, I think the one I like the most is the Dire Wolf. Goddamn right, that, you do. I think that's pretty cool that that was remade. <laughs> that was pretty badass. Yeah. That was one, like, when I was eating, I was like, eh, this is all right. I've craved it, like, three or four times, and I've thought about making them again, because they're, they're weirdly specific, but they're pretty tasty. Oh, I ate I'm gonna all make those. An, I'm going to make an apple pie scone. I found a recipe today. Yes! For me. Oh, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds really good, actually. Yeah. It, look, I think my next, it yeah. looks amazing, so I'm going to definitely pull that one this week. I think my next one is going to be uh, something with pear. I've been trying to think of something to do with pear. Oh, like a pear tart would be good. Something like that, yeah. I have a question um, for you guys. Rob Bullock, on a, Rob's your uncle, please. Um, so far through all of the episodes, or all of all of the podcast, which of you think spent the most on baking scones <laughs> and buying scones? Ooh. Well, Jeremy's had so many scones, but he's also been given so many scones. Yeah. Oh. So, so if you were talking spending, I probably would win, because you guys have 
I've I haven't baked a single scone. But baking oh. them is almost more expensive. That's what I was because you spend you sp- I spent thirty dollars at the store the other day, and I bought <laughs> stuff to make two batches of scones. I bought a couple other things as well. No, but you no, gotta no. think like even though I'm making like thirty scones, I'm only getting two pictures out of that. <laughs> so well, that's like fifteen dollars is... per scone. <laughs> yeah, but when I go to a bakery and I'm buying scones, I'm also buying other shit at the bakery because you know <laughs> that's you don't, your fault. You, you don't have such a large bakery budget. <laughs> Well, because <laughs> bakeries are delicious. Who doesn't have a large bakery budget? Um, yes, but so yes, I would say that it looks like Tony has clearly made more scones than any of us, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't yeah. think judging by the Instagram quite yet, but I've got like three on the docket coming mm-hmm. up real quick. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I figured that the that the actual making of them is a little bit more... <laughs> Is a little pricey. bit more pricey than. I, I mean, per scone, I'm sure they're cheaper, but like, yeah. I don't get even. Yeah, I make eight scones, I don't get to count them eight times. Which <laughs> is a bummer. And then you have to eat a bunch of scones. And I have to, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but there, it's it's worth it, right? Haven't you had a new appreciation <laughs> yeah. for how great scones are? So you got you you messed up, Rob. Um, I mean, just like we're messing up right now, we're, we're not actually. <laughs> I know this is going to shock the world. We're not in the same room right now. <laughs> what? We live in separate states. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so we, we, we don't meet up uh, each, each and every day to do this. But, um, what, Rob, when you and Tyler had me on the show, th- that was the case as well. We were not in the same room. <laughs> yeah. I was just on my, another friend's podcast who will be featured here coming up, uh, Damage Control Podcasting. You check that out. And we were in the same room. And so I did the same thing where I admonished them for not having a baked good related component of their show. (laughs) But I brought scones to like help curb that that attitude. And so I was able to get rid of a bunch of scones without just eating nine of them in one day. I literally go through like, I use this Fitbit app to track my, my calories to try and be healthy. And it's like, all right, like, you know, 1800 2200 like and it's all like my my exercise output is good 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 and then there's just one day massively red in the middle that's like <laughs> 4000 calories they're like and bro like, you uh, need to cut back on the scone <laughs> <laughs> fitbit's coming after you it, it was uh it was rough but it was just one of those days where it's like i get on and i'm like oh i ate so many scones there's no way i can recover from this day so i might as well get chinese for lunch <laughs> <laughs> it just ruined it even more. Oh my god! Oh, circling back here. I mean, before we before we kind of lose all train of sensibility from Game of Thrones, we do have to give our official rankings of things in where season five falls. I'll go ahead and give you. This is going to be tough because we are all diverging at this point. Um, Rob, the last time you joined us was the season three recap, and your voting was for. Uh, Three, one, two. Yeah. Uh, you were in line with Hans and I there. Season three, the best, then one, then two. So you'll have to find a ranking for four and five. Uh, and then for the rest of us, Jeremy, you went three, four, two, one. Hans went three, one, four, two. And I went three, four, one, two. Again, you are not beholden to the rankings that you have given previously. If things have changed, you are welcome to make those changes. But... Does anybody have the order of operations that they would like to assign to the seasons? Or you can take a moment to think, and through the power of editing, 
we can reconvene. Um, so I already know. I wrote, wrote down my... So I would do three, four, five, two, one. Wow. Okay. Three, four, five, two, one. And so are you changing anything? No, sorry. Order? It's four, three, five. My bad. Four, three, four number one. Yeah. Okay. Four, three, five, two, one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you are... I'm going through like nine pages in my notebook right now. Where the hell is this? Um, okay, so you're you're changing things. You're moving four yep. above three. Yep. And uh, then sticking five there in the middle. Okay. Yep. Uh, Hans, were you pondering still? Yeah. If anyone Ponder else has away. theirs, go for it. I will go. Yeah. I uh, season three. Season uh, three is the best one, I think, by a by a good old. Country mile. I'm reminding myself now. Oh God, four is so good. I'm gonna. I will keep four after season three. Then season one, season two, season five. Mm-hmm. So three, four, one, two, five. Yeah, mine is still similar, uh, but it's gonna be three, one, four, two. Five. Okay. Just because season five as a whole is pretty rough. Uh, but dang, those last it's it's I'm I'm having a hard time though because the last three episodes of season five are, 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 so, good. Fun, are just so good. Yeah. I think those those episodes may be better than any episodes <laughs> in season had, two. Had they just come out with a three episode season, <laughs> I still might have put it above season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I could even be I, like I said. Maybe in the day, in the in the bonus episodes to come, maybe I'll flip those two. But and I think mm-hmm. one and four are kind of a are are fifty fifty for me too. I could I could flip those on any given day. Yeah, be happy with my list. But my list as it stands today, three one four <laughs> two five. Rob. So I had the same debacle of you know five has its good moments, and where. I think that two, still, two and one, I still think are a little bit weaker when it comes down to... Totally agree. Comes down to beating five. So I'm putting three, four, five, one, two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, J- Jeremy, my big thing with you is not the fact that season five is third on your list. It's that season two is ahead of season one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I just didn't like. I didn't like season one. Okay, so uh, we are <laughs> the, every, at the end of the conversation. Nothing, yeah. nothing to say. Yeah, yeah, not not say. worth responding to. <laughs> there, uh, yeah, we are all differing in opinion, which is now. Yeah, I mean, you can do the probability on this. Of course, this was bound to happen. But uh, yeah, so we are all of a different persuasion. If you have similar votes or different ones, you can pretend it's 1998 and email us, thronesandscones <laughs> at gmail.com. As always, if you have any superlatives and stuff that you'd like us to look out for for the next uh, season. And by the way, if you're more tech savvy, if you're more hip with the youths, you can tweet us. You can get us on Facebook. You can DM. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Um, and if you include a picture of nudity, doesn't even have to be yours. It's probably more guaranteed that we're going to find it. I say we're going to find it like we have to weed through thousands of emails. 
<laughs> Which we do. Which we do. Um, Tens of thousands. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite thing was when uh, uh, on And Rob's Your Uncle, which is, of course, a podcast that everyone should be listening to. Um, I think the episode before you guys, uh, we, we did that little collab. I had called in to request some advice from you guys. And Tyler presented it like, oh, hey, we, Rob, we got a call from somebody who wasn't Ian. And he just went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, like this number that you give out every week. <laughs> I was oh. genuinely surprised. <laughs> Do you guys, t- so uh, you don't take the calls live on air though, right? No, no. They okay, get, they're like so, pre-recorded. So basically we have an answering machine and, and then we play that over uh, I hope to God it's an actual cassette answering machine. No, <laughs> no. it's a dedicated answering machine, <laughs> and it's, it's just... got it's got yeah, it's got one of those great recordings that's like uh, a parody of a pop song from the 2000s right. <laughs> or Looney Tunes. No, yeah. that's actually. I mean, we've we've said that we've been needed to record an actual message for it, but as of right now, it's just like. The Google Voice number that you've reached is unavailable. <laughs> Please leave a message. I miss, I remember, like, we used to do that all the time. My family and stuff, when I was kids, we'd make funny answering machines. Mm-hmm. I've never heard one. Like, there was always the trope of somebody in your family or your friend always had that one that was, like, pretending to answer the yeah. phone. Hello? Oh, I hate that. Oh, how's it going, oh, man? Oh, my God, I hated those people. <laughs> I remember we had one that was like, I think we're not home now. <laughs> <laughs> And then it went through, but that was like a solid, it was a good verse and chorus of an answering machine. Maybe I should get back on that. For the longest time, uh, Hans and Tony, you might know him, uh, my friend Nicholas. Nick Balabushka? Yes. Balabushka. Um, He had the answering machine on his on his phone because he couldn't text him because there was no way he was, cause he was, even though he was a 16 year old kid, he acted like an old man and, mm-hmm. um, like John. Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't, you couldn't get a hold of him by text message. So you had to call him, which he also would never answer. Um, but his answering machine was, he messed up doing it. <laughs> so for the longest time, it was just like random noises, like him hitting the phone and just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, what is this? <laughs> How do I do this? It's <laughs> oh, awesome. I remember I had like, uh, this was after college. And it was just like, you got to the point where when you got a new phone, like they started just carrying over. Everything mm-hmm. was linked to your account, so you didn't have to make one with a new phone. Yeah. You didn't have to go reset up your voicemail. So I just never thought of it. And then it was like, I, I had a job already, but I had applied to like a bunch of jobs out of college. And like six months afterwards, I just happened to go in and I'm like, I wonder what my voicemail <laughs> sounds like. And it was like, yo! <laughs> <laughs> It's your boy Tony. It's Tony. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, maybe I could be making a lot more money right now. I don't know. <laughs> so I changed it. Now it's lame. I'm still I still had to make it me. I don't You've got the option. The the ones that are just like we're sorry. 5 5 5 4 3 5 5. It's not available. Like just say, hi, it's, it's me, a lame adult. Leave your name. You know what to do. Like, 
do something. I feel personally attacked right now because that's what mine is. I was going to say, I literally felt like you're speaking to my soul because (laughs) I hate voicemail. Actually, one of my favorite attendings, his voicemail was, I am not going to return your phone call. I'm not going (laughs) to listen to this message because I don't listen to voicemails. And his voicemail box was full, of course, because people left messages and he's never checked You know, text me, essentially, is is what his voicemail ended up saying. So... Jeremy, the person who calls people out of the blue at four in the afternoon, doesn't like, like voicemails? No, no. It's I, surprising. I like talking to people. I'm sorry. That's just me, my generation. I get that. But. I re- no, I, I, respect the, I respect that because it's so much easier to get things done. Right. But it's, you're the much only quicker. person in my contact list that does it. Like, even my mom is like, can you talk? <laughs> like, so the fact that I'm like at the gym and I'm like, wait, wait. What? Like, my first go-to instinct is someone's dead. If oh, my yeah, phone yeah, rings. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Tony, it's, Tony's confident that Jeremy's calling to say, Hans is dead. Hans is dead. <laughs> and the, the prime suspect is Tony Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so he's it's thinking not, about how he's going to murder me yeah, to yeah, cover it up. I'm always on my guard. <laughs> I was listening back to these episodes whilst editing. I sound a little uh, paranoid. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a skosh paranoid, maybe? Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, Tony, so we've talked about the, these these incidents where at, at apparently all times you're, you're prepared for battle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you've thought it through. So just, just as, a, as, a, as a little test here... What happens right now with how your apartment is set up, with where you're sitting? What happens Perfect. if someone zip lines through that window behind you, shatters it <laughs> with like with you know obviously a katana, ninja weapon, ready to take you out? Right. How are you getting out of this one? Thank you for asking. <laughs> First of all, this is actually two windows. It's yeah. two back-to-back windows, so they would have to have some good momentum. Like they're sure. gonna hurt going through these two windows, which is so unnecessary, but for some reason it exists. I didn't build the building. Um, so you open up one and then you have to open up another? Uh, yes. That's ridiculous. It's very, and there's no <laughs> screen. And the windows are so big, so I can't actually open the windows because um, my cat would escape. <laughs> and uh, I, my kitchen doesn't have any vents. So sometimes I'll cook and then I'll just mustard gas myself basically <laughs> in my apartment for the next day. It's really rough. But yeah. thank you for asking. It's a great question. You will notice. Uh, I'm just going to take this mic with me here. You will notice that back here, <laughs> I do have <laughs> my lightsaber. Of course. Uh, but if they're coming through the window, I would yeah. have to, you know, I'd have to go towards them to get to it. And so that's not a great option. So. As I'm sitting here talking to you, I do have this pen, perfect for uh, right into the trachea. I also have this nice empty, could have thrown it away because it's been gone for a long time, but it's just right here, this nice glass kombucha bottle. <laughs> so I think obviously my play is they zip line through the window, break it, okay, kombucha bottle backwards right to the noggin as I run into the corner and grab my didgeridoo, which is, <laughs> which is uh, you know, it just looks like a nice little uh, decorative piece, but 
would make it makes a very nice uh, effective little bow staff if i want to get some some moves in here <laughs> of course uh, especially with that Natural. katana you're gonna want some you're gonna want some nice little yeah. uh especially you with know. your background of bow staff training well. <laughs> 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 So much both. for those at home. Uh, Tony just <laughs> grabbed his didgeridoo and no, started attacking his window. De- 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 demonstrated some moves, which I will say, I'm actually quite impressed. <laughs> I was making jokes, but uh, he had some he had some moves there. It's and then of course, like he pre- it's almost like you yeah prepared for this moment. Trained <laughs> because I have. And then of course, as they're laying bleeding on the ground, you can serenade them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> to ease them I, into the app. I just I love the visual representation that all these listeners are getting right now, noting that right behind you is a lightsaber. <laughs> to, to your right is a didgeridoo. didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. I mean like, where does this band live? Obviously. I'm I'm a little disappointed that so far. Thrones and Scones doesn't have a theme song, but you've had a didgeridoo five feet away from you this whole time. <laughs> Why haven't we gotten some sick didgeridoo beats on the podcast? It's a great point. Actually, it's because there's supposed to be like wax on the end of this that like acts as a nice little mouthpiece, a little, you know, to build that friction. And I've done so much bow staff training with the didgeridoo. <laughs> That I've knocked all the wax off. <laughs> so it's not in prime playing condition right now. I've cracked I've cracked the bottom as well, which is unfortunate. This was three hundred dollars. You should not give twelve year old me money in a foreign country. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's not awesome. <laughs> Tony so didn't did find out that it was a injury so until you brought years that back later. From on a on a plane? No, it was it was shipped to me. Oh. <laughs> and it took like six months to arrive. We thought we got gypped for a long time. Here it is. <laughs> and now it's it defends me, so money well spent. I just there killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you guys. Rob got a window behind him as well. Rob, what do you do? Someone breaks in. Um, well, to my right. Sorry, you're dead. Is a Too door. Late. To my left is a dead end, um, but I do have uh, a sonic screwdriver Ooh. here with Ooh. me, so maybe that can do something. Um, also, a couple beer bottles. Um, I have. Unfortunately, maybe the, that the, could your do something. What is this sonic wood, screwdriver so. doing? Oh, what doesn't it do? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a sonic <laughs> screwdriver. It does a lot of things. <laughs> it lights up. <laughs> It does this moment motion. Oh shit! I'm, what, I'm kind of that, I'm kind of wondering what you're using that for right now, Rob. Why is that right next to you in your uh, in what I presume is your bedroom? Um, well, my whole apartment is one room, so yes, it is okay. my bedroom, sure, sure, and my office and living room, kitchen, bathroom, That's just and your sex dungeon, apparently, and my sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do have a pair of psi I'd have to get up from to get, which would be a big pain in the butt. I'd knock my... You have a pair of psi? Yeah. Just hanging out, uh, as yeah. you do. This is going to make a, a popping noise, but I'll grab them. Which, I was never a big fan. Which Ninja Turtle is it that has the psi? Raphael. Is it? Uh, 
Yeah. Leonardo, sword. Donatello, bow. Raphael, sigh. Michelangelo, mm. nunchuck. Okay. Okay. Laying it down for you in case you didn't know your Ninja Turtles. I appreciate it. I don't. I don't really. I yeah, could only I really tell don't. you that Mikey is the orange one. I don't even know the colors of the other ones. <sighs> so I have sigh. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oops, are sorry. they sharp? That's going to be loud. Uh, no, they are blunt. But mm, they're meant to be like uh, practice ones. But Oh, shit. You got a nice little flourish going on. Yeah. So so Rob is, in fact, prepared for this ninja <laughs> Rob has a real weapon. <laughs> oh, I do have a knife right next to me, too. I always have a knife. <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about my, my gun. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Wesley, well, like, I'm just happy to know you guys are safe. Yeah. Thank you. No, no worries. <laughs> and Hans also has a plan, and it's if someone were to break through the window behind him... Uh, Jenna is usually between the window <laughs> yeah, and him, yeah, so yeah. he just runs. <laughs> yep. Doesn't have she to should... run faster than the faster yeah, than the. Yeah, she should she should slow anyone anybody down. So <laughs> <laughs> give me plenty of time to escape. And then Jeremy, there's just a solid wall behind you, so I assume you're just in a four foot by four foot empty room with no doors or windows. S- safe room. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it's a nice little panic room. Oh, padded. Anyone nice. else? Uh, do you guys have anything else about season five? I know it's it's you know it's been a nonsensical episode, but as most of our rundowns will attest, it was not a great season. Mm-hmm. Um, and b- except for those uh, beautiful episodes at the end, it was just a slog to get through. Can yeah. I yeah. can I say um, one maybe two things about the next season since I won't, might not be back on there for that? You may. Is it all right? Well, I guess we should take it to committee. Does it's anyone... just on. It's literally just on like the first two episodes of I'm, season I'm, six. I'm pro. Hans pro. will allow it, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just I mean, we, we can kind of just denote spoilers yeah. ahead. There, done. Why is there a door under the tree? Everything else is a fucking pit in the ground that they're living in, and there's just a random <laughs> door. Did they shoehorn a door into the <laughs> into the show to name Hodor Hodor? It's a great point. Because they're past the books now, aren't they, at that point? They are. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because the door wasn't the door wasn't there when they first arrived. Well, but they came out on the other side of the tree, which is on a hill. So maybe that's the... Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But still, it seems like... (laughs) Seems a little weird that there's a door. (laughs) It is a little odd. You are correct. Good point. Um, And then the other thing is, is when the red woman takes off her necklace, she's taken off her necklace before in the past. No. Yes, she has. There's an episode where she's taking a bath where she asks uh, Stannis's wife to grab her that vial. She's taking a bath and doesn't have the necklace on. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. I'm going to look it up because I think you're up. wrong. Yeah. Which one was it? I'll pull it up right now. Oh, I don't remember. It was probably season three. Okay. I'll look it up on Google first and then I'll find it. Bath. Oh, actually, okay, so... <laughs> Never mind. It's a Google search autofill. Melisandre bath, no necklace plot hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you're right. She is yeah. not wearing her necklace there. I noticed when I was watching it the first time, but I was like, I was Great like, point. I wasn't sure where I was going to end up when we got to that point in the, 
in the show. And I was just like, I've got to bring this up at some point once we kind of know that it's going to about to happen. <laughs> Season four, episode seven, by the way, is uh, when got that it. happens. Yeah. Redditors are on the case. This is from HelloGiggles.com. Redditors are on the case, coming up with theories on why Melisandre wasn't wearing that choker in the tub and what really allows her to change form. One Redditor says the necklace was only taken off for dramatic reason, um, but more powerful magic is causing the illusion. Another one points out that Melisandre probably did transform because Selyse acts strangely and can't look at her. But we see her, so that's that doesn't really yeah, make sense. Yeah, we see her the whole time, pretty much. She only transformed like once for like a few seconds, and then go. <laughs> Lastly, if you remember that very scene, Melisandre pours something into her bathtub, and it does not look like bubble bath, and looks very relieved as soon as she hastily uh, shakes that in. Um, so maybe that makes her. Maybe it's uh, like a source of the power or whatever. Youthlet. Actually, the the actual Reddit comment makes it even better. She sprinkles something in her bathwater as well, which could be another item she uses. It said Sea Star used to bathe in virgin's blood to maintain her youth. <laughs> Why not Melisandre? Hmm. Rob, again, with the... Uh, I was starting to think you weren't going to bring that top-tier level of uh, deduction, but here you are, a better detective than Catelyn Stark. Well I'm, I'm doing finger guns for everyone to. <laughs> this has been a very visual episode. Yeah, yeah we ta- we've visual talked podcast. a lot about that. <laughs> oh. Well, guys, I would like to wrap up this maybe our longest episode thus far uh, with with a question, and that question is for Rob today. Rob, oh boy, do you remember the slope formula? The slope formula. If you wanted to figure out the slope of something, what is the equation that you would use to discern such an answer? I have no fucking clue. What? It... Ugh, disappointed. Why would I know this? What is this? <laughs> it's obviously y equals mx plus b. But the, the secondary question for today is are you down with G-O-T? You, you, yeah, know, you me. know me. If I'm honest... The last couple episodes that we've been recording, I've been cutting it close, like watching the episode uh, in in a couple instances, like moments before we record it, um, during, almost during at some points, because this goddamn Umbrella Academy show has taken all of my time. I haven't been able to like, I've I've fallen off on my podcasts, I've fallen off on uh, fucking Game of Thrones, anything else. The, the little free time that I seem to have had this past week, which unfortunately was not a lot, is just me trying to fit in episodes of Umbrella Academy and then trying to sleep and not binge the whole season. Um, it's great if you guys haven't watched it yet. Did you read the comic? No, didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't comic. I watched it. I thought it was very good. It was interesting. I want to. I still want to. I've read the comic. I haven't read. I haven't seen the show. So, so Jenna's watched it. And I tried watching it, uh, and I don't know. It was just a. I think I had a busy week and stuff, so I wasn't really able to sit down and watch. So I, I saw like first couple minutes of the first episode. I saw maybe a couple more minutes of just a random middle episode, and then I saw the very end, <laughs> without knowing who any of these characters are or what's happening. Okay. So kind of unfortunately, probably ruined for me now. 
It seemed good. (laughs) That's how I watched uh, Get Out when it came out. I went over to a... Oh, I remember what my story was. Uh, I went over to a a friend's house. We were not planning to watch Get Out. We were just planning to get drunk, and that's what we did. And then they're like, oh my god, have you seen Get Out? I was like, no, we have to watch it. And so, problem is, when I get drunk, and then we sit down... You're out. I'm on the clock. Like, (laughs) I'm about to be asleep. And so, I watched the first... 20 minutes of get out and then woke up at like the climax of the movie and went wait how did we what and then saw the end and was like okay and so i forced myself to watch it again down the road but it lost a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) just because i knew where it was going which was uh, a very weird spot but so last last uh last night i was in i was out of town hanging out with some friends and uh I, i have apparently not been drinking much lately. <laughs> Try not to drink at all uh, with this weight loss challenge or whatnot, and it's been, it's been going okay. Yesterday, or two days ago, I guess at this point, two days ago, I had six beers in five hours. I was trashed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I had just eaten. Like, I was very much, it wasn't empty stomach. Situation. I was trashed. I was like very, very drunk. Okay, fine. Went to bed, woke up, and I, I get like my hangovers are like just my body doesn't want to do anything. Like it's just I'm, I'm kind of sore and stiff, but it's like a mental grogginess thing. That's what I get. But this was like classic sitcom hang, like splitting headache, ringing in the ears. Uh, just had to like knock down freaking over-the-counter meds and everything and I was at my friend's house. She was not there. I was just crashing on her house while she stayed with a girlfriend. And so I'm like trying to find her drugs, (laughs) take her Advil. And then uh, like looking for anything that I can eat. Uh, Only once in my life have I ever had the hang up throw up or the hangover throw up rather where it's like, I'm not drunk and I'm not sick, but I'm so hungover that I puke. And I did that. Yikes. Um, so apparently six beers is, is all it takes, guys. Over a span of five hours. <laughs> Over the span of five six hours. Six Miller Lights? Or what did you have? Uh, I, I was mixing. Maybe that was the, maybe that was the problem. <laughs> oh, it was mostly Blue Moon. That sounds like a red wine hangover to me. It did. It felt like a like the headache, especially. Yeah, it felt exactly. like a wine hangover. But no, it's like normally, as long as I stick to beer, I won't be hungover. Period. And this was like the worst hangover of my life uh, this morning. It was terrible. Yikes. So, so no more than a... no more than one point two beers per hour for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> That's the danger zone. <laughs> I don't know if I've de-aged. If I'm like now, like a, a, you know, have the tolerance of a teenager again, or if this is like old man tolerance, and this is just what I have to look forward to for the remainder of my life. Yeah, I think if you take Place big breaks, though, you do have to like recoup. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you if you take big breaks, it you. you <laughs> you do get get like that <laughs> at, at one of my last jobs i we got to drink after work because it was just a small restaurant and stuff nice. man I, we just would hammer them after work and i was drinking six beers a day and like just right <laughs> after work and in, in a two-hour period while we were cleaning up <laughs> so i drive the school bus of kids home yeah <laughs> <laughs> go to my second job <laughs> such a, and it's normally like the uh if i get i don't know what kind of drunks you guys are i'm again a tired drunk 
There is a very weird instance in where that I can be like the weird touchy-feely drunk, but it's typically only for a very short amount of time, and I have to be drinking liquor because I have to get really drunk really quickly because then I'll just get sick. So it's like that period before I get sick that I'll be like all lovey-dovey. But I was 100% there yesterday where I was like touching people's faces and shit. Uh, (laughs) It's a a weird day. You guys want to hang out with me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm impressed at at the hangover puke. Doesn't have, like that one, that's rare. Yeah, I've only it had that for actually twice the only in my other life. time the, the only other time it's happened was uh, with Yuhan, so you should feel oh, really? you should feel honored. Oh, yeah. 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 Was that good old little house party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very very respectable eight people house parties. Yeah. <laughs> all dudes. <laughs> all, all dudes. <laughs> Sounds like the best. Touched so, my first boob at one of those house parties. <laughs> 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 Funniest part is that that house party was all was all, all dudes. <laughs> I remember Hans once. I showed up and Hans is like, it's like, oh, I came up with this great drink or whatever. You gotta try it. And in retrospect, it's literally just all liquor. Like you just put a bunch of liquors together. Like a Long Island, but with no mixer. And we were all like, yeah, this is incredible. Like, you're a mixologist. (laughs) (laughs) You're a genius, Hans. (laughs) Oh. And then one, like, my favorite one was was some New Year's Eve where there was, like, this commercial for... There's, like, phone dating services where you call into people's dating profiles or something. And for New Year's, they were all like doing like free 24-hour trials. And so we invented all of these characters. And then we called these people up and just left them awful messages. Uh, like like this, I don't remember all of them, but my favorite one was like this guy. We were like, oh, yo, ma, like, <laughs> I, I got them goods down below. Like, I'm telling, I'm, I'm working with what you need. I'm talking a solid two, two and a half inches. <laughs> <laughs> When were you celebrating we were, New Year's 2000? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. Maybe, yeah, maybe we weren't watching TV. Maybe we were watching like a, a recorded video or something from, from a long time ago now that I think about it. But the discount code still worked, so well, that's good. <laughs> and it's of good course, we used somebody else's active. phone just in case we got charged for it. Who's. Who's to say? I want to check with Kyle Brown about that. Maybe he's still paying for those subscriptions. <laughs> he never canceled his subscription. <laughs> Was Miss Cleo still around? Or no? Who? Miss Cleo. You know, the whole psychic medium person. Oh. Remember, you could dial her number. Yeah. I think that was like, I think that was like early 2000s. Maybe that was 90s. I have no idea. I feel like that's earlier, but maybe not. Maybe it's still a thing. I don't know. Probably. People, people still want... I have a feeling that people who like believe in psychics heavily, apologize if any of you are one of those people, are the people who would give people money over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just, were we talking about this? There was someone, I feel like I was talking about this with someone recently, just talking about uh, like all the psychics on shows and stuff. And uh, it's bullshit. There are, some, there are some really funny videos of like all these famous psychics. Uh, and then just people like ripping them apart <laughs> because they'll be like, they'll take a picture and it'll, um, it'd be like a picture of a little girl and the psychic will be 
uh, be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I I'm I'm actually speaking with her now, and and she isn't. She's she's dead and all that stuff. And the the host of the show will be like, this is me as a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I? I just saw that. Oh, I think it was uh, John Oliver just did this. Yes, yes, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, very funny. Very Which funny. was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they've got the. But like, I like how the news people thought it was like gonna be a bigger thing than it was. Like they're like. This man is sitting right next to you, and they do like, brum, brum, like and they play it so dramatic, and the psycho's just like, "Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, it's, congratulations! You're not dead." <laughs> and the, my favorite one about all of them is this, and it's another like real famous psychic that's been on morning shows or talk shows or not more. It's mostly like daytime talk shows, <laughs> which again are the people who the, will buy from over the phone. The uh, they buy over the phone medium. almost exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> They're um, also the only people we can get to listen to the podcast, to yes, be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So nothing against you. Uh, but the psychic, my, and it was so funny, but he's like, he's going through all this stuff, and he gets he gets on this uh, train with someone saying, like, talking about her mother or her husband's, her dead husband's, like, mom or something. It was something along that lines. But basically, okay. he was like, he was like, oh, you know, I'm speaking with your husband now, and he says something about, you know, you potentially like there's some dis disagreement or potentially some dis dislike between his mother and you, and she's like, no, 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 I loved his mother, and the guy goes, the guy goes, no, 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 <laughs> he goes, he goes, no, she's definitely calling you a bitch or something, or like, he, like, he just doubles down on it, and like, he, he ends up calling this dead, this dead person's mother a bitch, and like all this stuff, he's like, I can't help it, that's just what he's saying, he sticks to his guns, you gotta respect it. <laughs> I'm sure I totally butchered that, but still, very funny. I think you nailed it. I love John Oliver. It's hilarious. The, I think the best part of the episode actually was, that was good, but then when they talk about the news stories, where they're giving, like, death <laughs> news, and they're, like, laughing through it, yeah, and I'm like, up. holy shit, that's messed up. Yeah. I I give them a little bit of a pass on that, though, just knowing that sometimes you're just given a thing to read, and maybe you don't have time to proofread it. <laughs> You're like chuckling into a five year old was raped today. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, first, they're first like, of all, whoever wrote the headline, a five year old was raped today, <laughs> needs to be looked at. You need to lead into that story a little different. Well, something, there was something similar to that, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, that's good, some good times there. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, the one, yeah, the one was really messed up. They said something so, super brutal about, uh, I thought it was like a sports thing or something. Someone ended up like shattering their knee or everyone. He just goes, you got to love that. <laughs> 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 Clearly not paying attention. <laughs> Thrones and scones where we uh, recap last week tonight. That's cool. another HBO product. HBO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Hey, I tell you what, not if we started that podcast, not only would we only have to do one a week, but we'd only have to do it for like two months out of the year. <laughs> yeah, they take they take a lot of vacation time on that show. It'd be much easier. They do. 